This is Back of House News, where we cover the biggest restaurant and food service industry headlines. I'm Matt Lynch, filling in for Claudia Serrett. This week, we discuss how to make your restaurant's CPG line a success. For more details, we go to Back of House reporter Grace Dickinson. Hi, Grace. Welcome back. Thanks, Matt. It's good to be here. So the past few years, we've seen an explosion of restaurants turn some of their most popular items into retail products. These are products guests can use at home. And in industry terms, that's known as CPGs or consumer packaged goods. I want to start off this conversation by just briefly diving into why we're seeing so many restaurants launch their own CPG line. Yeah, so this is really something we started to see trend during the pandemic. And even as dining rooms fill back up, it's likely that more and more restaurants are going to continue to launch CPGs. These packaged products, they're really just a way to diversify revenue and simply increase your overall financial stability in the event that, you know, God forbid, another pandemic happens or even a potential recession. We actually saw in a recent report by Square now that 21% on average of restaurants' revenue is actually coming from products and services outside of restaurants' core offerings. And this was from a survey that polled over 1,000 restaurants and 2,000 consumers. And in that same report, 87% of those restaurants said that they plan to expand their non-core offerings, which include retail products and CPGs. And meanwhile, almost 60% of consumers surveyed said that they've purchased retail items at a local restaurant in the past year. And that really indicates a promising return on investment for restaurants, especially those that have a dedicated audience and are really willing to put in the time and marketing it takes to make a CPG successful. Yeah. uh, Speaking of marketing, we know that's incredibly important, especially given how competitive the CPG world is. Uh, with more and more restaurants entering that market, uh, even more so. So you recently wrote about how restaurants can really stand out and make sure that their CPG line is a success. Tell us a little bit about what you uncovered. I spoke with Here Here Market. They're an online marketplace that works with restaurants and chefs to really help them sell their packaged goods. And they helped me identify some of these key tips for success, starting with just how you choose which product you're going to package. So before you even get started, it's really important to do your research before just simply taking your most popular menu item and choosing that as what you're going to package. Here, here, co-founder Nick Florek said, you know, obviously your existing top sellers are a great place to start. If your customers are showing high demand for, let's say, a certain appetizer, that's an indicator you might be able to sell it elsewhere as well. But as Florek points out, there's just so many other factors you have to consider, including how you're going to package the product, how shelf stable you can make it what shipping is going to look like, and how you'll keep that product from spoiling in the process. And then it's also just a good idea to look at consumer trends that are currently dominating the market. So you want to do some research to see what people are actually searching for online. And if you plan to work with a third-party marketplace like Here Here, for example, often they can provide guidance on what types of products are currently performing best. And maybe you can see if you already have an item that fits into those buckets or that you can adapt to sort of meet that market demand. That makes total sense. Uh, is there any other advice for when you're kind of just getting started with a CPG process? So again, these are consumer packaged goods, package being a key word there. The packaging really is an important factor. 
Not only do you want to find the right packaging to keep your product as fresh as possible for as long as possible, but it's also important to think about how that packaging is going to look to the buyer. So as Florek points out, your product has to stand out in a sea of other products on the shelf. And so you need eye-catching packaging. You need a catchy name that's going to resonate with people and says what the product is in a very clear way. And your packaging should also contain a clear description of the product so it's easy for buyers to quickly identify who you are. Again, you're going to be amid so many other options, whether it's on an online marketplace or on the shelf. And so you need to stand out from the crowd. As part of that process, Floric recommends creating a few different label designs and then consumer testing them. So you're going to pull together a group of people outside of your brand and you're going to ask questions like, was it clear what the product is? And does looking at this product make you want to buy it? Or what would you expect to be in a jar with that label? It's really important to get outside perspectives, especially when you're so close to the product yourself. And similarly, you really want to give some thought to how you're going to differentiate your brand, especially if you plan on selling your products on a wider scale within an online marketplace. As we mentioned, most culinary marketplaces are filled with other products. So Goldbelly, for example, they work with more than a thousand restaurants. Here Here has more than 800 products on its site. And that competition makes it essential to really craft a strong brand voice and know how to clearly communicate the features of your product that make it different from others on the market. And that could be everything from your story to how you source your ingredients or whatever makes your flavor different. The, the key thing here is you know how to communicate that and your messaging on your packaging is easy to identify from the viewer. Yeah, the packaging you use, colors, brand voice, all that's obviously really important part of marketing a product. Do you have any other advice on the marketing front once a restaurant has an actual packaged product they're ready to launch? It probably can't be understated just how important it is to hire a professional to photograph your product. That's unless you have expertise in this area yourself. The more a product looks appealing and customers can see it actually in use, the more you're going to intrigue them to want to buy that product. And again, you're trying to stand out in what's a saturated marketplace. So invest in a photographer who has experience with product photography. You want someone who's comfortable using commercial lighting and knows how to shoot products against a background and make the words and your labels stand out. Then once you have a set of marketing collateral, it's so important to put it to use. You want to market your product across all of your channels and really get your first sales rolling by tapping into your restaurant's existing customer base. You need to let your customers know, first and foremost, that you even have products available outside of your restaurant. And so that's going to mean advertising your CPGs on your social channels, through your email marketing and newsletters. Maybe you're building out an actual marketing page on your existing restaurant's website. That's pretty important. And all of these places should link consumers directly to where they can buy products online. You can even consider using QR codes on your receipt sleeves or you know, in the restaurant on table tents or other marketing collateral. And then Floric really recommended hiring a public relations rep as well. So beyond doing self-promotion, it's always helpful to team up with people who can spread the word about your product for you. 
And you could work with social media influencers. That is a pretty popular tactic. But Florek says he's seen the most success among clients when they work with public relations reps that can really land their products in well-known or niche publications. So this could mean getting your product on a Today Show segment or a gift guide from Eater or any mainstream publication that sort of has a a large audience and also some built-up trust. Okay, that's a a lot of tremendous advice there. Is there anything else you want to add around CPGs before we sign off here? Start small. So even if you're a larger multi-concept restaurant with money to invest, it's generally wise to test out one or two products at a time versus launching a whole store or marketplace. This gives you time to really refine your branding, branding and analyze your sales numbers, read those customer reviews, and really adapt your products accordingly because there's probably going to be a bit of trial and error at the beginning. And then my final piece of advice is to hire a dedicated staff member who's going to manage your CPG operations. As you grow, you're likely going to make several hires, but even just at the beginning with one product, there's a lot that goes into it as we sort of just discussed today. So you want to be staffed appropriately. And Florek says that you should really be setting revenue targets and milestones every few months. And if you're not meeting those milestones, you need to assess why. You want to treat this like any other venture you've got going on at your restaurant or as part of your operations. Otherwise, you really risk wasting any time or money that you do invest into this. Well, thanks, Grace. Uh, This has been super helpful. I know on a personal level, I've enjoyed picking up sauces, spices from some of my favorite restaurants and playing around with them in my kitchen. So I'll be really interested to see how this market continues to grow and take shape. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to be here, Matt. This is uh, Matt Lynch uh, signing off for Back to Passing.